What's Yom Kippur? It's called God's name. So, I spoke about that last year, what the Indian is, a little bit, so I'll talk about that again this year. God's moment. So, Rashida mentioned the Indian of having a Suda, Matsoyi Yom Kippur. It has to do with uh, celebrating. We believe that our Oliveris were taken care of, they're forgiven. And that's true. And the truth is, the, the root, though, however, of this Suda, we find even in Halacha. So, I'll share with you. The last halacha that we find in the Rambam, where he talks about the halachas, the avoid of Yom Kippur, so this is what the Rambam writes. The Rambam says the final thing that the Kohen Gadol would do, Achakach Makadesh Yadav he would do Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim, he would sanctify his hands and feet, the last one of the avoidus he had to take care of, fine. Poishet Big Day Zav, after that he would take off the Big Day Kuna, the Loivesh Big Day Atzmai, he would put on his regular clothing, his personal clothing. The Yoyt says the Rambam, and he would leave Beis Hamikdash. He would go home. The Chol and everyone would escort the Kohen Gadol on his way home. Ad Beisai. The Yontev make a Suda when he got home. All right. So we have such an idea of making a Suda. But so Yom Kippur, like Kohen Gadol, would make a make a Suda. The problem is like this: we know that every word in the Rambam is telling us a halacha. The Rambam doesn't tell you. You know that you have to blink. That's that's natural. That's what you do. You know that. You don't need the Rambam for that. The Rambam records halachas. So the question is, what does the Rambam mean? Why is the Rambam telling us this? That the Kohen Gadol, after all the avodah was over, would go home. Where else is he supposed to supposed to be? He's supposed to sit in base and make his whole life. Obviously, the day's over. Go home. So what's the Rambam telling us? The halach. It's a halach in, in Yom Kippurim. The Yait Seilu that he has to go home. Where else should he be? Why is that a halacha, what I'm talking about? Clearly this Indian of the Kohen Gadol leaving Kaddish HaKadosh and leaving Beis HaMikdash and going home, it's not just something that you do because what else is there to do? Obviously you go home. Thurman's recording this in Hilchas Avodis Yom Kippur. That the real completion of Avodis Yom Kippur is Yoytzel Beis, is to go home. So the question is, what is this, what's the Avodis of Yoytzel Beis? That's what we're holding right now, right? Not, not nearly by our home, but that Indian of leaving Yom Kippur and going home, the Rambam is telling us it's Allah and Yom Kippur. So what is that? That's Allah. Bays. I mentioned this, I, I spoke about this, I think, in, in Shul a little bit, that the Allah is that the Kohen Gadol, one of the first time he goes into Kaddish HaKadosh on Yom Kippur, we read about it in Avayda, the first time he goes into Kaddish HaKadosh on Yom Kippur, he goes in with two utensils. He comes in, he goes in with a machta and a kaf. He comes in with a, a shovel, Full of coal and a spoon, a long spoon full of kataris, full of incense. And he'd go into the Kaddish Akadsha and maneuver the spoon in such a way that the incense in the spoon would spill over into the pan full of coals. And that was kataris, that was the burning of the incense in the Kaddish Akadsha. The Allah is he would do that in the Kaddish Akadsha. He would leave the pan burning with coals and the spoon there. He would then go out, continue the rest of the day. And the final thing that he would do before the day was done was to return to the Kaddish HaKadshin and and to remove the pan and the spoon that was left there earlier. So there's a number of questions the Rishonim already deal with when it comes to that Indian of going in, making a whole special trip to go in to take out the kaf and the machta, to take out the pan and the spoon. First of all, the whole thing is unnecessary. We know the Kaddish HaKadshin is a, it's a serious place. 
And it took a lot of Avoida even to allow a Kohen Gadol to go in there in Yom Kippur. And he's going in for the single purpose of just taking out the kaf and the machta. What's the avoid of taking out the spoon and the, and the pan? Leave it there. Leave it there till next year. I don't know. Or, 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 or instead of making a second trip, when you're in there for the Ketoris, wait till the Ketoris is completely burnt and then take everything out with you. Make a, a special trip for it. More than that. If you think about it, Rachmanim raised another question. When he goes in the first time, he empties out the spoon into the pan. And the pan that has the coals, that's where everything is. That's where the katiris is being burnt. So you want to tell me he leaves the pan in there. Because for whatever reason, he doesn't want to stay in the room while the katiris is filling the space. Fine. But the spoon is empty. If you're leaving anyway, so maybe you can't take out the pan because you have to let it sit there to burn all the katiris. But the spoon is just sitting there empty. Why would you leave it on the floor of the Kodesh HaKadshim? You wouldn't do that uh, you know, in any home. There's a few things on the floor, so at least you pick up the stuff that you can. So the whole Indian of leaving, of making a special trip to take out the kaf of the machta b'chalal needs an explanation. And more than that, the spoon itself, the machta has to stay, for whatever reason, fine. But the spoon is not serving any function. The spoon is an empty spoon sitting there. What's going on over here? Third question. In the beginning of Hilchas Yom Kippur and the Rambam, the Rambam... The Rambam gives a whole introduction to what's going to be in Yom Kippur. And the Rambam goes through, in great detail, all the different karbonas that are going to be brought. And he goes through all of them. He says in the day of Yom Kippur, you're going to bring a par, you're going to bring an ayel, a ket, a whole assortment of animals. And the Rambam says like this, Nimsa, the Rambam says, that when, you, when you tally up all the numbers of all the sacrifices I just mentioned, Kola behema sakrevim b'yayimizet, comes out that all the animals that the Kohen Gadol is going to sacrifice on this day, is Hamisha Asr, is 15. That's what the Ramam says. And the Ramam goes on to start talking about each one in detail, what, what its sacrifice is. The question is, the Ram, if you're learning Ramam, you probably know how to count. So the Ramam listed in the beginning all the different animals that have to be sacrificed. A par and an isle and seven uh, kvasim, a whole list of animals. If you're interested in the sum total and the number, then, then count it, figure it out. Says no, no. Ram is not going to be satisfied with that. Ram is, is trying to bring out. You should know it's fifteen altogether. Fifteen. The truth is, this Indian, this number fifteen, is a significant number when it comes to Yom Kippur. It's the fifteen. These are the amount of animals that we find in all the avoid of Yom Kippur. Is fifteen animals. It's also I mentioned in Shul also that we know from there's a halacha Sinai that the kohen gadol throughout the day of Yom Kippur has to go to mikveh five times and wash his hands and feet ten times. And even that washing of the hands and feet, the Torah describes that as 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 if he's toiling completely in the mikvah. So altogether, if you think about it, on some level there's also 15 mikvahs, 15 tefillahs that the Kohen Gadol does. There's 15 animals that he's makir the whole day, and the Rambam is making a point. Realize it's 15. There's 15 animals he's makir, and there's 15 times he's toivel. What's this ending of 15? So it's like this, we know the name of Hashem is divided into two parts. There's the name yud the part, the first two letters is yud And then you have the final letters of vav We know that according to the Svarim, according to the Kabbalah, the two, those two parts of Hashem's name are not just uh, two parts of, uh, of a name. The, the letters yud which equal the Gematria 15, the letters yud always represents the higher world, the spiritual world, the place of divinity, the place of oneness, the place of Ichud the place of Enoi Movadai, the place of the Kaidish HaKadshim. In the Kisveri we find this, it's a big Yisoy throughout all the Swarm of the Arizal, that 
the letters Yud K in place correspond to the Kodesh HaKodesh. The Kodesh HaKodesh is a place that's, even though it's in the physical world, it's cannot, not physical. The Gemara says, Chazal tell us that the Aaron, the Ark of the Covenant that was, that was housed in the Holy of Holies, didn't take up space. The entire measurement of the room, from one end of the room to the other, whatever the measurement was, if you then measure from one end of the room to, the, to one side of the Aaron, and then the other side of the room to the other side of the Aaron, that was the exact space of the entire room. So where did the Aaron fit? Miraculously, it's as if it didn't exist. The place of the Aaron, the place of the Kaddish HaKadshim, is Bechlal, a place of oneness. It's a place of unity. It's a place from before the world. That's the place of Kaddish HaKadshim. That's the letters yud K. The Avaida, so there's a certain aspect. The Indian of the Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur, the whole Avaida of Yom Kippur, a certain side of the Avaida is what? It's to go into the Kaddish HaKadshim. Is the Kayin Gadol representing the Jewish people, being makrif 15 animals, being Teuvel 15 times, is be Makasher himself and all of the Jewish people through the Kain Gadol, to be Makasher all of Klai Yisrael to that place that's called Yud K, that place that's called Achdos, that place of unity, the place of Kaidim Shnevra Oilam, what was before, the place of oneness, not a place of division, not a place of separation. But you know, the Tachas Abriya and the purpose of Yom Kippur is not for us to escape that place, but the Tachas is that there's a name of Hashem, there's a part of the name which is Yud K. And then there's another part of Hashem, which is the letters Vavke. If Yudke means the world of oneness, Vavke means the world of separation, the world of division, Amit Piruda, this world. The world that we function in on a daily life, in a normal, in a normal way of thinking. That's Vavke. <clears throat> the Tachlis of Yom Kippur is not to be in Kodesh HaKadshim. The Tachlis of Yom Kippur is to somehow show that even Vavke is still within Yudke. That that place of oneness that we think of as existing before the world, as existing some in some other space, and just uh, for a 24-hour period somewhere, you know? The Tachlis Avriya is to be makasha ourselves to such an intense degree to that place of Yudke, that even when we're in Vavke, the Vavke world that we experience is still subsumed, is still Nichlal, is still part of that universe of Yudke. That every experience that we have as small, as insignificant, as tiny, as 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 vovke as it is, to have the amuna and the simcha sechaim to realize that every single piece of real, of a vovke reality is still part of yudke. Because Nitzer Magid taught that the secret of the Yom says that the secret of the pan and the kaf and the spoon, those are the letters vovke. The spoon is the vav, and the pan that receives is the hay. The secret of the kain gadol bringing the ketores with the pu- with the span and the, the the pan and the spoon into the kodesh hakodesh is the secret of taking the universe of vavke and showing how it's how really in truth it's still contained in that universe of yudke. And this is why it was dafka the ketores, dafka the spices, the incense. How many simonim, how many ingredients were in the incense? Eleven. Which is Begimachia Yudke, which is Gimachia Vovke. So the, the space of the Kodesh HaKodshin, the place that's Elam and Amida, that's not part of this world, that's the world of Yudke. And the Kain Toivels 15 times and brings 15 Karbanas to be Makasha himself in a very deep way to that space of Yudke. But he takes the Kaf and the Machta, the spoon and the pan representing the Vovke, 
with the 11 spices of the Ketairas, which is Begemach Yervavke, and he brings it to Kodesh HaKodshim, and he leaves it there. And he leaves it there. Because the Avoid of Yom Kippur is not to be in Yudke, and the Avoid of the rest of the year is to be in Vavke. The Avoid is to, be, to realize that Vavke is within Yudke. This is also why the Rizal taught that Lasalave we say a pasuk all the time, especially on the Rhine. Bahaya Biyoima Hu Yi In that day, Hashem and his name will be one. The Rizal taught it's in Sharp Sharp Sukim and Sefi Khazko. The Rizal says that although nowadays the name of Hashem, even the name that we don't mention, is the name Yudke Vavke. But Lasalava, the name is not going to be Yudke Vavke, it's going to be Yudke Yudke. Bahaya Biyoima Hu Yi Yudke Yudke Hashem Echhushmayacha. What's the significance of that? And Chasushon to say the name of Hashem Yudkevavke is going to be erased. We're not allowed to erase Hashem's name, and we can't say that there's going to be a time where that name will not be in existence either. The secret is not that the name will be changed, but the secret is that it'll be a complete yichud between Yudke and Vavke, the Akadekach, the reality of Vavke as we perceive it, as we experience it, and all the division and all the separation, all the details of this world, of this world, this life that we experience which is Vavke, will be shown for what it really is, which is just part of Yudke. And that's the secret of the Kaf and the Machta. Therefore, he has to leave it there. He has to leave it there. And he can't take the Kaf with him when he leaves. The whole Indian, the whole Indian of Yom Kippur is to be, is, is to be Makasha, this thing. That's why, that's why it's interesting. It's Ketairis, it's, it's incense. The Gemara says about, about fragrance, about smell, about the Ketairis, that it's the only thing in this world that the neshama is nana from, that the soul derives pleasure from. Call neshama ta'alaka, we make a barmi of summon on the summon because it's something that gives chiyas and gives and gives pleasure to the neshama. You see such a thing? That something of physical life, which is the world vavke, gives pleasure to the neshama, which is yudke. Because that's the secret of the ketairas. The ketairas contains within it the mystery of showing how vavke is yudke. It's all the same. And that's what's going to be with the coming of Mashiach. This is the secret of what the Ramam says at the end of Zilchus Yom Kippur, that the halach of Yom Kippur is the yitz of Abesa, he goes home. Because when he, and that's an avoid, and the people will be malavahim, and there will be a simcha, and there will be a suda, and a farbrenya when the Kangala got home. Because him going home, in other words, re-entering that space of Vavke, it's an, it, the halach of Yom Kippur is that he has to go. The whole, the avoid of Yom Kippur is all of Rabbi Kodesh HaKodeshim. And those same halachas, which is revolving in Kodesh HaKodshin, is telling the Kohen Gadol, now go into Vavke. Because Vavke, through Yom Kippur, is shown to be just part of Yudke. So what do we call this day? God's Numen. God's Numen. You would think a day that's called God's name will be, and they smedrished all day down, Yom Kippur would be called God's name. But no. Motzi Yom Kippur, when you go home, that's called God's Numen. That's called God's Numen. Because the, soy, the secret of Yom Kippur is to be makashi yourself to Yudke to such a degree and with the Maichim to realize that everything you're then going to experience is Bechlal, the secret of Yudke. For those that were in the shul, you'll, you'll you appreciate this more, is that I mentioned last Shabbos that the, the Avaida of going into the Kodesh HaKodshim and taking the Kaf and Machta out. But understand, taking the Kaf and Machta, taking the spoon and the, and the pan out from Kodesh HaKodshim and bringing it out to the outside world, to the world of Avke, but after it's been saturated, and spending the whole Yom Kippur in that place of Yudke, where now when you take out the Vavke, you're, you're reorienting the entire universe based on, that, based on that new perspective of what Vavke is. I mentioned that that corresponds to Ni'ilah. 
right? Because we know that everything you do in, in, in the Beis Hamikdash corresponds to Tfila. So Tomish Shachar is Shachar is Musaf is going to be Musaf. What's Neila? Minchas Tomish Shabbin Rabbim. What's Minchas? What's Neila? Neila is taking the Kaf of the Machta out. What is it with Neila? So for those that were in Shul, you remember that I mentioned before Neila. The whole thing of Neila is that we're leaving. That for a moment we sort of open that closet from the Bradichev, right? The office door. We move from that inner space and we emerge out of that inner space to a world that's been waiting for us and maybe waiting to bring us down and to, and to be mavabal ar and to convince us that, yeah, 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 Yud-K is one thing, but Vav-K is completely different. Uh, the whole avoid of Yom Kippur is to take out the Kaf and Machta from Kodesh HaKodshim that's been saturated from the light of Yud-K and Kodesh HaKodshim and bring it out to reveal to the whole world, to ourselves and to every, and to every single molecule of reality is that as divisive, as separate, as human, and as earthly, as ungodly, as you might think you are, everything is still Yudke. And that itself, that itself is the Tachlis Avriya, that's, that's the Yichr HaShalom, that's why at the end of Neilah we say Shema Yisrael out loud, we say Baruch Shem Kodem Chusay out loud, we say, we say Hashem Ulochim out loud, Shema is that place of Yudke. Baruch Shem Kvay Melchus is the place of Vavke. Usually there's a division between the two. So Shema is Alal, Baruch Shem is quiet. Yom Kippur, it's all Alal. There's no difference between the two. Havai Yehu Elikim, Yudke Vavke compared to Elokim, Yudke Vavke would be like Yudke, and Elokim would be like Vavke, you know, in that way. Havai Yehu Elikim, Havai Elikim, it's all the same. When the Kayin Gadol is in Kadesh HaKadshim, and he's sprinkling the blood, right? How does he count? So he counted it today. He counts one and one. One and two, one and three, one and four. What's going on? The number seven, one through seven, always represents the creation, the physical world that we experience, that place of Yudke, uh, that place of Vavke, the place of division, the place of Pir, the place of Teva, that's the number seven. But one, that's the number that embodies that universe of Yudke, that place of Yichah, the Kedusha Kodshan. The count, the, the sprinkling of the blood, the entire avoid of the Kandal is one and one, one and two. One and three, one and four. To be miyache that yudke is vavke, vavke is yudke. And that's the kravoyde as we as we take as we move out of yom kippur to be besimcha. The simcha is to realize that we're still in yom kippur. That's the kravoyde. That's the simcha is to realize that when you leave kodesh hakodesh, in fact you've never left. If you were in kodesh hakodesh hundred percent properly, then even when you leave kodesh hakodesh, you realize that you're still in kodesh hakodesh. Because wherever you go, the kaf and machta has already been changed. It's been, it's been redefined. Your life has been redefined. And the ikra void is whatever. It doesn't mean, and it, and it doesn't mean that wherever you go, you're going to be in the same emotional and spiritual space as Yom Kippur. That's not what it means. You're going to be in a reality that feels like vavke. But the ikra tachlis is to have the amuna and the bitachan to realize that whatever feels like vavke, that's just maras ayin. The truth is, it's just Yudke. And that's the secret, that's the tachas of being here, that's the tachas of Avoida. Hashem shall bless each and every one of us with a good kvetel. And Hashem shall bless us that we should have the maichim to realize, the emunah and the tachim to realize, and the simcha to realize that wherever we are, we've been in Kaddish HaKadshim, we are in Kaddish HaKadshim, and that's the only place we're ever going to be is in Kaddish HaKadshim. We should to experience that, to feel that. It should be bizgalia, b'frat, b'chlal, b'yaz, g'al tzedek. Amen.